Hey guys, this is Naeem and you've reached the Mosaic Church Podcast. So excited that you're part of our listening community and I'd love for you to be even more connected. So check out our website. There's more content there and there's more opportunities for you to get connected in our ministries and events as well. Also, love for you to share this content. If this is blessed to you, I know that God wants to use you to bless other people with it. So share this podcast, if you will. Lastly, would you consider supporting this ministry? This is made possible by other people's generosity, and I'd love for you to pay it forward. Join us to reclaim the message and the movement of Jesus together. So would you consider giving to this ministry? I know that God is able to do immeasurably more through us when we come together. Thank you so much. God bless you. Enjoy. Good morning, friends, and welcome to Mosaic in the Morning. Yes, if you just tuned in, you're wondering what's going on. This is the Mosaic's morning show, right? It is. It is. And I am Naeem Fazl, the pastor of Mosaic Church. And this is Kristen Young, who is who leads our uh, second campus. Metro campus. Metro is Metro in the house. Metro is in the house. What up, Metro? Yeah, so what I mean by (laughs) that is, is like, so this is a live event, and so um, you are welcome to join us. So jump in the chat room. Kristen's going to be chatting, getting it on with, uh, you know, chatting stuff. Yep, we got all kinds of things happening in the chat. There's a virtual 10-minute party that happens right after service. So the link for that will be in there. Um, we want to get to know you. There's all kinds of things. Yeah. So yeah. And we get people there. tuning in from all over the place. So it's, it's really we great. Do. Yeah, we it's do. awesome, awesome. And it's so part fun. of this, this show, in, in a sense, is that we talk about um, some good news. We do. We do. We have a, we have a kind of a segment, we do. some good news. We stole it from, obviously, John you know. John Krasinski, thank yes, you. Yes, 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 yes. So let's <laughs> talk about some good news. Let's talk about it. You want to start with that fedora? This is good is news. That- <laughs> this, this is good news. Some good news. Is that good news? I sir? have found my solution to my hair issues. Oh, okay. Right? Yeah, that like, is- look at this. This is right here. So, this is it. That's, That's what I'm doing. That's good doing. news. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? People are doing all kinds of stuff. In fact, yeah? a friend of mine sent me a picture okay. of himself that he's been, he's been, growing, he's been growing something. Oh. Okay? This is Matt Malazzi. I don't know. Do we, we have a picture? I think we have a picture, right? We have a picture? Uh, let's see here. We've got a picture. Oh, no. We have a video. Uh, oh, there he is. There he is. Look wow, at that. Wow, Matt Malazzi. Look at that. So that is a no. So if you guys, if you, <laughs> you're doing this during this quarantine, stop doing it. Stop doing it. Yeah. Okay. We're having now, all kinds of issues. They yet. did show some of the video. We've got some good news on the video, right? Yeah. Actually, let's, let's, let's just go through it. it. Yeah, let's just go. Let's do it. Let's do it. That Bacchus family at the end, so I have to tell you, Ian and Kehalani, we will tell their story eventually. Their story is really amazing and incredible. But that was baby Caleb 
that they had. He was born on Mother's Day. Oh, wow. Which was so, so special. And so they came home from the hospital, and Kay Helani's small group had decorated their porch. You know, we couldn't have a baby shower for her, so they decorated the porch, and there were signs in the yard. So good. So they came home, and... So, so good. excited for that. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know if you guys noticed the signs like we're putting up. Like we so it, it's been really great because we've we put up signs for people. In fact, yeah. it's been really cool to get like sneaky and you know, I think you put up one this morning. Or I something? put one up this morning, yeah, for one of our volunteers. Today's his birthday. We already people are telling him happy birthday in the chat. Oh, it's that's super awesome. fun. But that's yeah, awesome. we are actually looking for a team. Yes, we do. So if you want to help us put signs out, yeah. let us know. I mean, you can we, help sneak around with us. Yeah, it's really because fun. We, we have people who do that. We do that. have people. We, do, we do have people, but uh, I mean, there we got to make more signs. And yes. I think some people are going, "Where's my sign?" Yes. I mean, I had someone from out of town go, "Hey, <laughs> hey, it's my birthday," and I'm like, "Yeah, but you're out of town, bro." So, yeah, so sorry. sorry. We still love you. Yeah, we still we love still you. Hope you have a great birthday. It's still <laughs> your birthday, but hey, come on, come on. Yes. But it's it's really great. You get some it more is stuff? great. Well, I was saying we're we're moving them around town. Not only yeah. do we have birthday signs, but now we've got like we love you Plaza Midwood yes, and North Lake. Yes, yes. So be on the lookout because we're gonna put them in different places. So if you see one, snap a pic, tag us. Yes, definitely do that. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, now some really other cool stuff too. Um, uh, one in particular. Um, so a couple, of, you know, we were able to really uh, help a person who was undocumented. Uh, yeah. She's undocumented, single. A uh, woman who with kids and a single parent and has COVID-19. Mm. And so we were able to just, we're, we're helping her. And so, I don't know, for me, like this week, I'm like, this is so awesome. I mean, I obviously want to help all kinds of people, but undocumented people, there are still among us. And so people have still have, um, you know, lack of resources especially that people group. And so sure. it's just great for us to be people who serve in that capacity. Yeah. Uh, also with Foster Village, uh, we've been able to partner with them, uh, providing you know gift certificates for them, uh, hundreds of dollars worth of stuff there. So just thank you. Thank you, Mosaic, for all of your generosity. I mean, really, we wouldn't be able to do all things we do if it wasn't for your generosity. I mean, there's all kinds of things happening. Yes. It's always, always great. Always great. Always so, good. Yes. All right. So today. Yes, today. What are we talking about today? We're starting a brand new series. Yes, we are. We finished our series called This is Terrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was so a I, terrible series, but it was It's called a terrible that. name. I, so do we have a better name today? What are we going to talk about know. starting so, today? <laughs> yeah. So if you're on my Instagram, you should be if you're not. But um, I, we're starting a series called Sword and Hammer. Okay. Sword I like it hammer. better and, already. In fact, I got okay. props too. So Let me see. I've got, a, I've got a hammer. I got a hammer. That is, yep. You got a hammer. Hammer, hammer, hammer. Okay. And then I don't have a sword. I, I, but I mean, I mean, like, <laughs> technically, this looks like a it's dagger. It's a knife. That's a knife. It's a, it's a sword. It's, you know, it's a, it's a, yeah, I mean, come on, right? No? A sword is like, shoo, you, you pull do it out. No, don't do that. No, no. I'm going to social distance now. <laughs> yeah, please, please do. But the, so the, the title of the series is about sword and hammer. So if you don't get anything out of this uh, series, and if you got to go this morning, just so you know, I'm going to be talking about, so, uh, sorry, sword and hammer sword and hammer all right that's it yeah right so what's it about yeah yeah what's the, okay so you remember in the beginning of the ser- beginning of the year we started a series called um uh actually we started the first talk was called the word for the year yeah oh. your word and basically it was like what is your word so we talked we did this whole sort of mini campaign what's my word for two 2020 yes for 2020 <laughs> and we all came up with some amazing words we did yeah, some of them have you know thrown them away because 
Uh, they don't matter anymore right. because that just went off the, you know, whatever. What was your word? Mine was courageous. Oh, well, you've had some opportunity for that. Yes, for sure, okay. for sure. What was yours? Margin. Margin. Because I felt like God was telling me to slow down. Okay. And so maybe everyone's so this word is, this should is your have fault. been margin. This is your fault. We're going to blame COVID-19 on Sorry, you. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Yeah, we are. And uh, Vinny Candelora, I don't know if you saw his uh, welcome video yes. at the beginning, pre-service. Hilarious. Hilarious. His word was together. But now he's in Pittsburgh. He's in Pittsburgh. <laughs> okay. So, no. So together, that's, okay. that's hilarious. So I think, so the reason why we're starting this series is because people had plans yes. at the beginning of the year. And no one could have predicted Correct. that we would be living in this kind of world. Yeah. And so it seems like for so many people, their vision for 2020 is out the window. Mm -hmm. And now they've just kind of stopped. They're like, you know what? I don't even know anymore. So this series is really about revisioning. Okay. It's about building some things and then fighting for some things. Okay. And what we have to do it together. So that's what this series is about. I like it. You like it? I like it. Why don't you do this? Why don't you pray for us? Then we'll get started. Deal. All right. All right. God, we thank you so much, Lord, that you are a God of both and. God, that you are with us right now as we are stopping and pausing in our physical bodies, Lord, but that you are going to speak to our spirits and our souls, Father, in the spiritual. And so we just thank you for who you are, that you are good, that you see us, Lord, and we know that you're going to speak to us and leave us feeling refreshed and encouraged through Pastor Naim's words this morning. We just love you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right, friends, if you've got a Bible, grab that. We're going to be in the book of Nehemiah. So it's Old Testament, um, and Nehemiah is very important because he's in part of the same um, conversation that we've been having for the past several weeks. Now, we took a break for Mother's Day, but before that, we talked about this idea of lamenting, and it was the... Uh, uh, the prophet Jeremiah, who talked about several things about what was going on in the people's lives in, and when they were going through a very historic, crazy season. And if you remember, basically what it was, was it was the, this, this huge exile that took place where the Babylonians came in and took over the Jewish people. And, and this is a time in history where it really just radically changed them. And so they were exiled into Babylon. Part of that whole migration, in a sense, this, this, it was a very strange, crazy season in Jewish history. And there's so many scriptures talking about that. Nehemiah, the book of Nehemiah, is actually written by Nehemiah, who was part of the exile. So that means he was in Jerusalem, but he was exiled into Babylon. In fact, he was made a cupbearer uh, to the king uh, there, and then he... He, he was a guy who had a heart for, obviously, his Jewish people. And so the book of Nehemiah is actually him revisioning what it could look like for to rebuild his people. And part of that was rebuilding the wall. And so this, this series is really about a key idea that's found in this rebuilding the wall story. And so Nehemiah 4, I want to jump right into it. And here's what it says. It says this. It says, and this is verse 14. It says, as then, uh, then as I looked over the situation... Right? He looks over the situation. He says, I called together the nobles and the rest of the people, and I said to them, I said to them. So he basically does this. He, he, he's working for the king. He knows that he has to rebuild his people. So he, he gets permission. He gets uh, resources. He goes there, and now he's motivating these people to rebuild. And I want to motivate you to rebuild the wall that God's called you to build. So he goes there. He talks to the people, and this is what he says. And I feel like this is a message for us. And he says this. I want you to know this. Don't be afraid of the enemy. He says, don't be afraid of the enemy. Don't be afraid of the enemy. Don't be afraid of all the things that are going on. He says, remember the Lord 
who is great and, and glorious and fight for and fight and fight 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 and fight for your brothers and your sons and your daughters and your wives and your homes he says i want you to do that and then he says uh, then he says when our enemies heard that we knew of their plans and they got it frustrated then we all returned to our work on the wall and then he goes on he says verse 16 he says but from then on from then on only half of the men worked while other half stood guard with spears shields bows and coats of mail I don't know exactly what coats of mails were, but this seems like it's a weapon, okay? And it says, the leaders stationed themselves behind the people of Judah who were building the wall. Okay, what is going on? What's going on is, is that they're, as they're trying to reframe their future, as they're trying to recraft their future, you know, Nehemiah goes to them and says, okay, here's what's happening, okay? To rebuild, there's an enemy that's going to come against us. Now, he had physical enemies, I believe, we have supernatural enemies. We have invisible enemies that are coming against us. There's things that we wanted to rebuild, but the problem is that we find ourselves just struggling to rebuild, struggling to be motivated. I mean, have you been struggling to be motivated doing stuff? Of course, of course. But in this passage, he talks about this idea. He talks about this idea that, that, that you and I have to really fight for, fight for the future. You fight for our homes, fight for our dreams. And that part of rebuilding is actually for us to fight. So I want you to fight, to re-engage with your life. I know you find yourselves paralyzed. I think like a lot of us, I mean, find ourselves in a place where like, I'm not quite sure. I just want this thing to end. Can I just stay still? And have the situation just end. I mean, uh, and friends, I, I, I'm, I'm mostly, I mean, I'm a pretty positive guy. Uh, but I find myself moments where I'm like, okay, okay, can we just stop this nonsense? Can we just stop? Can we just stop this? Because I don't want to do this anymore. And that, those are the days I've got to fight. i got to fight. And if you're tired of fighting, I get it. Because some of us, we feel like we're fighting. We feel like we're fighting all the time. Fighting with everyone, about everything, for everything, big and small. I mean, we're just fighting for um, I mean, for our sanity, we're fighting for Wi-Fi, we're fighting for who's going to do this and who's going to do that and who gets to do this and who gets to that. And we're just fighting, fighting, fighting. Could it be possible that we're fighting for um, the wrong things, with the wrong things, for the wrong things, with the wrong weapons, and for the wrong reasons? I think that it's going to take a fight for you to rebuild, re-envision your life, recraft your life. It's going to take a fight, but it's not the fight that you're thinking of. It's a different kind of situation kind of this situation and see when here right there he's talking about like like there was a season and then they had physically enemies coming against them and they had to change your strategy they had to change the way they thought of things and then it says from then on this is what we did this is what we did and so let me read you what they did right um verse 17 it says the laborers carried on their work with one hand supporting their load okay Supporting their load, basically with one hand, they were holding their hammer, doing their work, and the one hand holding a what? A kitchen knife. <laughs> no, no. Holding a, stop laughing at me, a, holding a weapon. One hand was carrying the load, in a sense, doing the work, and one hand was holding a weapon. And then it says, all the builders had a sword belted to their side, and the trumper, trump, trumpeter, stayed with me to sound the alarm, which means this. He's saying that we were ready for a fight. We were ready. We were working, 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 but we were ready for the fight. So this idea of sword and hammer, 
And for us, it's going to take us to do a lot of work, but also it's going to require us to fight. And for so many of us, I think we find ourselves in either one of those camps. And I mean, I, I don't know, I don't know about you, but things have changed, hasn't they? And so our lives have got to change. I mean, I, I, I can just imagine how awkward it's becoming for people. Has it been awkward for you, Kristen? Anybody? Yeah. Right? Yeah. It has been, right? It's awkward. Yeah, it's even just engaging and seeing people again. You know, I, I'm a hugger. I'm a yeah. toucher. I yeah. like want to be with all my people. So I, you know, you run into somebody at Target, and my initial reaction is like, hey, yeah, right. Uh, now I don't know what to do. I know, I know, I know. And I found myself like, you know, some people I'm like, they they go in for the handshake or they go in for the hug, and I'm like, ah, uh, I don't know. I don't, or everybody sure. else. And you know what I've done though? I've I've actually been so awkward because if this is troll stranger, which happened recently, troll stranger came up to me, uh, they were talking about something and all that, and they, they, like, I met them for the first time, went in for the hug. I mean, sorry, went in for the shake. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I don't want to, like, leave you hang, sure. hanging. I don't know you. So because I didn't know them, know anything about them, I shook their hand. And the entire time I'm like, do not keep this hand alone. Keep this hand separated. I got to go wash this hand. Yeah. But then with people that I know, like, like, like even this morning, I was like, hey, Kristen, hey, yeah. hi. yeah. I'm, but I'm treating you worse. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, what's going on? What's going on? Yeah. And so I, I know this, this, this is a very different time. And so uh, everything has changed. Everything yeah. has changed. And so even coming back together, I mean, you've talked about, like, like what do we do? When are we restarting? Like, when right. are we letting people in? Right. Because we've talked about we want to reopen. We yeah. want to be back together. But do we want to be back? T- I'm going to tell you what. If we open Metro, but I am not allowed to hug anyone you're going to have right. to, like, handcuff me or put me in a straitjacket or something. Like, I just don't know that I can do church yeah, that way. Yeah, I, I get, you know? I know. I get it. And, and also, if you sit here and people have masks on and they're trying to sing and do you really want to sit here with a few people paranoid right. about stuff and a confined space, and I know. And so a lot of people are thinking, okay, what's, what's happening? You know, different states are opening up. And mm-hmm. we're just, we're, we're, we're in a wait and see scenario right now we, we really are. are but we do encourage people to as feel as they feel comfortable start actually becoming less awkward around each other yeah which the best way to do that is to uh start meeting together a little bit you know yeah, small groups and, yeah because here's what's happening this social distancing is resurfacing um social dysfunction yeah like awkwardness 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 so point being is this is a different time and if this then because this is a different time um and there there are like so many new factors in place we just kind of have to have a new kind of faith yeah a new kind of faith and we got and, and so this calls for just new new way of thinking and i think the big idea here like i said is about using a sword and a hammer to actually recraft and rebuild your life. It's going to take both. What does that look like? What does that mean? Well, let's jump right in, okay? Verse 19 says here, he says, then, he says, then I explained to the nobles. So he's talking about, he's, you know, this is his first person. He's writing down, like, what he did. He says, he tells people, this is what's going to happen. We have enemies. You're going to start using a sword and hammer from now on. This is how you're going to go to work. You know, not just masks on, not just gloves on. you got to have a sword and a hammer. This is the new norm now this is what i want you to do and then he says and here's what i want to explain to you so he says then i explained to the nobles and official and all the people the work is very spread out and we are widely separated from each other along the wall and then he says when you hear the blast of the trumpet rush to wherever it is sounding then then our god will fight for us 
a lot of things here. First of all, you have to understand, he, or you have to see, number one, he comes up with some kind of a plan. He goes, let me just tell you, I've done the research. I know what's going, going, going to happen. I know how it's going to pan out a little bit, and here's what I want you to do. Okay, this is, this, I've done the work. I think for some of us, we have to understand that there is a part of what God wants and wanting us to do, which allows us to do the work. We have to re-engage. We have to know what we're up against. Now, so what your finances look like now versus uh, before, very different. What your relationships look like, what work looks like, what, uh, what, what a career looks like. I mean, this is resurfacing a lot of things and opening up a lot of opportunities and possibilities. Could it be possible that you need to do some research on like, okay, okay, okay. What is the work that I got to do? What, what does it look like? What, what do we do? What do we do? And then, again, he says, but then also when you hear the trumpet, so he's talking about the weapon thing. He's talking about a fight. He's talking about war. He's saying when, when, when you do that, when you do that, understand something, God's going to fight for us. So then he introduces the idea that there are two parts to this, obviously, but then we have a part to play and God has a part to play. So he says, I want you to do both, but also I want you to understand that there is a work to be done, that there is a God's part, and then, I mean, our part, which is the hammer, and then there is God's part. There is a natural work and a supernatural work. There is a, there is a, a, a work that you and I have to do, and then there's a, God, a work that only God can do. And so when we're fighting, I believe, sometimes we get this confused. Sometimes we think, well, God has to do the work and I'll do all the fighting, which you're already doing. You're all fighting with people all the time already. I'm already aggravated with people. I mean, that's not the thing. What's going on? He says there is different parts and he says it right here. What does he say? He says, our God will what? Fight for us. Do you get this confused? In the chat room right now, talk about it. Talk about it. Talk about it. Do you do this? Because I think we get it all confused. Verse 23, it says, during this time, again, he's talking about this is a different kind of time, my friends. Different kind of time. During this time, he says, none of us, none of us, not I, nor my relatives, nor my servants, n- n- none of the guards who are with me, like, okay, got it. We got it, bro. No one. He says, ever took off our clothes, which, hello, quarantine life, right? Hello, this is happening. That's, that is the game plan right here, okay? We're not changing. We're not taking showers, which is a bad idea. Don't do that. Take a shower, okay? And, you, and if you're like, I don't name, why, why, why? Listen, take a shower, uh, put some clothes on, okay? There's some real clothes on. Get dressed to go nowhere, just get dressed, man, right? Just get dressed. I don't know. Take some selfies. I'm not even quite sure. Okay, do, do whatever. He says, listen, if you're in this battle, it's on, it's on. And then he says this. He says, we carried our, carried our weapons, what? With us, with us at all times, all times. E- even when we went for water or bathroom break. He's like, basically the idea is, hey, listen, this is a unique time in history. For us, for our loved ones, for our world, and we have to get this right. And part of that, part of that is suiting up, chalking up, getting ready, getting ready, getting ready, getting ready. Okay, this is a, this is for some of you is the biggest fight of your life. This is going to define you. Let me just say it again: for some of you, you know this is going to define you. It cannot defeat you. Okay, some of you guys thinking, you know what? I want to end it. Listen to me. Listen to me. You're getting waves of emotions coming through. 
okay, on that wave of emotion, okay, of like, I just want to end it. Do not write that. Do not write that. This is going to require a fight. This is going to, you're in battle, not against people, not against flesh and blood, as scripture says, but against principalities and powers of dark world. I'm telling you right now, against despair, against discouragement, you are in a fight and I'm with you. We are in this together here. Ephesians um, 6, the, the message translation says this. Be prepared. Be prepared. You're up against far more, far more. Okay, now say it with me if you can say it. Okay, I can't hear you, but I'm going to trust you. Okay? So far more than you can what? Handle on your own. Then it says take all the help you can get every weapon that God has issued and then it keeps on going and lists them did you get this you see if you ever heard like god doesn't give us more than we can handle <laughs> not true not true at all it's not true i don't care what people say because i mean christians good christians would be like yeah god can god can never let me handle and you're dying. You're like, it's, it's, it's not working. It's not working. Can we just call it, like, can we just keep it, like, keep it, keep it 100? Can I say that? Can I say that? Okay. Can we just, okay, first of all, God does. I don't know about you, but this is more than we can handle. He does. But then what does he say? He says, what? Be prepared. This is more than you can handle. And then he says, what? Get the help you need. And use every weapon that God's given you. You see, for some reason, we just go, uh, no, 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 no. The God, I don't know. Okay, let, can we just stop? There is your part, and then there is a God's part. Both are, are important. Okay, so number one, number one, if you're taking notes, put your hand to the hammer. Put, put your hand to the hammer. What does that mean? What is the work that God's called you to do? What is the work that you're going to rethink and replan, redream about, and fully engage in? What is the thing that you've been ignoring for so long that you need to get back and work on? What is something, what would, what is the action for you that will allow you to take up the hammer and start working at what God has given you to do? There's a work for you to do, and there's a work to be done. There's a wall um, the, uh, that needs to be built. There's a, and, 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 and they had a, each person in the, those times had a section of their wall that was supposed to be responsible for. And so you have a section of God's wall. You, are, you have a section of God's kingdom that God wants you to step into and build. What is your work? What is your contribution? Pick up your hammer, friends. Is it more than you can handle? Of course it is. Of course it is. But guess what? It's not just the hammer. It's also a sword that God has given you. Okay, Proverbs 29, 18 says, it says, if people can't see what God is doing. So have you ever been there? Like you can't see what God's doing? You, you, like where are you, God? Where are you? Have you ever thought that? He says, when people do that, when that becomes a reality, here's what happens. They what? They stumble over all over themselves. It's so true. So true. When I don't know where God's doing, I'm like, I'm like going sideways. I'm going around and around. I'm stumbling all over myself. I'm doing the same things. I'm not quite sure what to do. And, but then he says this. But, but when they attend to what he has revealed. So what they, when, but when they attend to what he reveals, they are most blessed. 
So the, 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 you want to be blessed. You want to have the results of your labor. labor. Okay, you want to move through this. You want to get through this. You want to thrive through this. You want to get to the other side of this. Okay, you have to attend to what he is showing you. And friends, some of you, he has shown you something, and he showed, showed you something in the beginning of the year. Your word is still true. It is still true. But you have to pick up what? The hammer. You have to put the, your hand to the hammer. Secondly, you have to put your spirit, your spirit to the sword. Put your spirit to the sword. Ephesians 6.18, this is the Passion Translation. I love it. It says this. Embrace the power of salvation's full deliverance. It's, I love it. It says, like a helmet to protect your thoughts from lies. He's saying God's love, God's deliverance, what God has done, how God's speaking to you right now, regardless if you started a relationship um, like you know, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, or uh, 30 minutes ago. Regardless of that, that embrace the power. Embrace the power. Embrace the power. Not, 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 not anything else, but embrace the power. Not just the work, the power. Power is God's. God, you, 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 you do the work, God brings the power. Okay, Embrace the power. And then he says this. He says, he says then, then take the mighty, mighty, razor-sharp, razor-sharp spirit sword of the spoken word of God. Okay, in other translations, it says, uh, it says, put on salvation as your helmet and then take the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. The sword of the spirit. The sword of the spirit. Friends, there's a supernatural activity that you and I need to be engaged in daily. And that is we spiritually fight against all the things that are invisible, but they are against us. The, uh, Jesus said that there's an enemy who comes to kill, steal, and destroy. They're, 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 the, the enemy is like a roaring lion who comes and he, he, he intimidates you. He, he shames you. He frightens you. He does all of those things. And what does he want to do? He wants to steal from you. We spend our time, lives fighting against people, relatives, uh, roommates, things like that. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Okay, we argue with them, we get that. But our real fight, our real battle, our real war is invisible. And you and I have to take the sword of the Spirit to fight this thing, or it's not going to work. And I love what it says here. It says, take the sword of the Spirit, which is what? The spoken word of God. Now, I want you to understand that the spoken word of God is obviously the Scriptures, but it's also more. It's God's word spoken to your soul. It's God's word. This is what Ephesians, in the book of Ephesians, Paul's writing. Because when Paul writes this, he's, what is he talking about? Is he talking about Ephesians that's going to become the Bible? No. He's talking about past stuff. He's also talking about the revelations that he is getting as he gets them. And then eventually we get the Bible. Point being is this. God wants to speak to you. That is power. God's word to you is power. It's power. So when God gives you an idea, you have to, you have to plan, and then you got to also pray. You have to create, but also have to cover. You have to build, but you also have to bind. bind. So this morning, let's just think about this a little bit. What could God be asking you to plan and pray about? How does he want you to do this? What does it look like for you to, to, to re-imagine, re-dream um, your life. What does it look like for you? And what area is it? Like, what, what, what is it? What, what's, what's, the, what's the thing that you just stopped doing? What, what, what is it? And you're thinking, no, no, I'm just waiting for God to show you, you know, show me and all that. I, I, I understand that. And you have to press in to find out what God wants. 
But I, friends, I got to tell you that he wants to speak to you. Proverbs 16 says this. Proverbs 16 says, we can make our plans, but the Lord determines our steps. Now, if you've heard this passage before, this is what you have heard heard, okay? We can make our plans, but God's going to change them anyways. Like, that's really the thing. Yeah, you can do your thing, boo, but God's going to change it. Like, you can have your way. You can do all 2020. It's going to be an epic year, but God's going to throw a, a coronavirus on it. Like, that's what we're thinking when we read this, okay? Maybe you're not. But that's what I've heard people say. Could it be something else? Maybe God's saying, no, 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 here's where you do the planning and I'll do the providing. Like I'll provide the next steps. I'll do that, but you do the planning. Which, again, traditional Christianity, we go, oh, no, 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 no. God's got to do the planning. I'm going to provide. Think about that, though. It's basically saying, God, you decide what? You decide. God, Jesus, you tell me what? And I'll figure out how to do it. I'll figure out how to do it because I got all the power in me. Just stop and think. That's why you feel overwhelmed. It's the other way around. God's spirit is inside of you. He's giving you dreams. He's giving you, he's speaking to your soul right now. Why do you think you're watching this? So what he says is you decide the what you want to do, Naeem. You decide the what you want to work on. And guess what? I will figure out how to get you everything you need. Because guess what? My strength is made perfect in your weakness. So the things you are struggling with and fighting for, I'll provide the strength for. I'll provide the supernatural strength for. You just pick up the hammer. I'll provide the sword. And you have to engage in that. So what does it mean to use the sword of the Spirit? What does it mean? It's to understand that it's God's power in us that's working through us. And we have to engage in this. Uh, Ephesians 6 says this uh, in, the, in the message translation, verse 18. It says, by, by the same way, prayer is essential in this ongoing what? Warfare. Pray hard and long, he says. Pray for your brothers and your sisters. Keep your eyes open. Keep each other's spirits up so that no one falls behind or drops out. Second Corinthians, I love this thing. This is, by the way, this passage right here is gold, friends. Let me, say, let me read it to you, okay? Um, but I'll say it's Second Corinthians 10, 3 and 4. Let's put it on the chat room. Talk about it. This is, this is a great one to meditate on the whole week, the whole series, okay? Here's what it says. It says the Passion Translation, okay? It says, for although, for although we live in a natural realm, we don't wage a military campaign employing, uh, employing human weapons, using manipulation to achieve our aims. I mean, right there, it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Because he's saying if you use your own weapons, if you do that, this is what you're going to do. And you're like, uh, yeah, I mean, I think we do. We need to manipulate situations, people, uh, things uh, to get our way. He's like, that's your strength. But here's, there's a different kind of strength. He then says, instead, instead, here's, here's what you do. Instead, our spiritual weapons are energized with divine power to effectively dismantle the defenses behind which people hide. Whew. Huge. Huge. Could you imagine finding yourself in a place, maybe you're here today, you're going, you know what, name? It's true. I've been hiding behind this lie. I've been hiding behind this despair. I've been hiding behind this letdown, discouragement. I've been hiding behind this just emotional breakdowns that I've been having. I'm hiding behind a lot of things. Friends, I know it. I get it. I'm doing the same things. It, things are causing me to just hide behind, push back, just not engage. I get that. But what is causing you to hide? And here's the deal. you got to pick up what? The sword of the spirit. you got to put your spirit to the sword. And see, what he's saying is we don't live 
We live in the natural realm, so we got to do the work. But we also rage war in a supernatural way. And so I don't know about you, but if you don't get anything else, what your dreams right now, your hopes and your prayers and your life, your, and even practical things, your career and your college experience and your dating life and your finances and your marriage, you got to fight. you got to fight, but you got to do this. you got to pick up a... A hammer, and you got to pick up a sword. you got to do the work that needs to be done, needs to be done, needs to be done, and then fight spiritually for your family, for your marriage, for your kids, for your work, for your sanity, friends. We have to do this. And guess what? We do this, what? Together. And we do it in prayer. So what are you going to commit to? What are you going to commit to? What are we going to do? As we talk about this next week, uh, we're going to continue this conversation. But this morning, I want you to think about what you need to pick up a hammer for and a sword for, because I know all of us, all of us do. So let me pray for us. Can we do that? Lord God, I thank you so much for who you are in our lives, Lord God. We thank you, God, that you are doing a work in us that is profound. And you've spoken to our lives, you've spoken to our hearts, you've spoken, Lord God, to our souls. And in the midst of the situation, we really find ourselves just overwhelmed with all kinds of thoughts. And God, as we just take a minute to pray, we just, we acknowledge, God. We acknowledge we've been doing your part. God, I find myself just doing, our, doing your part. I want to figure out the how, and I want to figure out the, I want to figure out how am I going to get this done. I'm, I'm looking for power and resources and strength. And that's when I forget that it's, it's a supernatural, it's a supernatural fight. There's an enemy I can't see. There are things I don't know. There are blind spots. There are thoughts that are coming in my head that I can't even process. God, some of us are just having breakdowns, just emotional breakdowns. We don't even know what's happening to us. Because so many things are happening just to us. And some of us just feel helpless and paralyzed, sitting there just having to take it, trying to figure out just kids and life and work and how do we, how do we, how do we. God, I pray that right now as people are watching, God, I know there are people who are tuning in and they're doing this because you're speaking to them. And I know right now, this morning, people are going to, Make commitments to you. They're going to make a commitment. Like, uh, they're going to commit their lives to you. But God, I pray that as they commit their lives to you, they commit just re-engaging with their lives to you. Rebuilding and re-dreaming, re-imagining. And allowing you to do the work that only you can do. So Father, I pray, would you equip us supernaturally to do the work? Would you... Teach us to pray and do battle, spiritual battle. And then would you allow us to commit to working? In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to this message from Mosaic Church in Charlotte, North Carolina. For more audio and video content, visit us at mosaicchurch.tv.